Sarah Chang is known to her subscribers as the ultimate beauty and brains. During university in Hong Kong, she studied philosophy and women and gender studies, expanding on her desire to understand the human mind. She then studied abroad at the University of Texas, Austin, and it was then she explored another avenue of her passions, beauty and fashion. The originality of her content and outspoken support for the LGBTQ plus community has earned her features in Allure and Refinery29, as well as working with top beauty brands such as Fenty Cosmetics and Benefit Cosmetics. From philosophy and politics to concealer and lingerie, Sarah's authenticity never fails to entertain her audience. Glow Radio is a podcast for sassy entrepreneurs who are in the process of quitting their much-hated day job to work for themselves full-time. You can expect weekly conversations with unapologetic creatives, business owners, and influencers. We discuss tips on how to reach your goals, manage your time, and keep your sanity while being a major boss babe. We're Jacqueline and Clara, your favorite hype women who will cheer you on and push you to create the life that you want. We're business strategists, career and life mentors, and wellness advocates. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on IG at Glow Radio Co. Stay sassy, babes! Before we get started, we wanted to thank Bluehost for partnering with us. We're so happy to use the best hosting service that doesn't break our bank. Bluehost powers over 2 million websites, including ours. They offer 24-7 support, a money-back guarantee, and is the number one recommended web hosting by WordPress.org. If you're an entrepreneur building or revamping your website, we highly recommend Bluehost as a trusted resource. Sign up for your website hosting today at www.bluehost.com forward slash track forward slash woglow. That's W-H-O-A-G-L-O-W. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on Glow Radio. We are so excited today to welcome our guest, Sarah. She is a YouTuber, and we're just so excited to learn about her journey today. So welcome, Sarah. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you start your YouTube channel for those who don't know you? Okay, so my name is Sarah. I am 23 and I do videos usually about makeup, beauty, sometimes philosophy. And um, yeah, that's basically what my channel is about. Awesome, cool. So when did you feel like that um, your YouTube career really started taking off? Like it just, it was just like blowing up at that point. Um, I think there were a couple videos that definitely helped. Like the boy beat was everywhere when I first posted it. And the Kim K sex tape makeup tutorial was everywhere. So those videos definitely helped. But I think it was steady growth over time. Um, I've been doing this for three years. Most of the time I did it um, kind of just on the weekends because uh, I was in college for most of it. So this year would be the first time that I'm actually trying to do it full time. So uh, it, the growth is definitely it reflects on how consistent I am. So do you have any tips for getting noticed by brands? Yeah, so... The obvious one would be, of course, tagging them in posts on YouTube or on Instagram. 
but when I was first starting out, I think uh, I I used to just look on their website to find a marketing email, and I would reach out by myself um, a lot of the times. But I think when you have good content and you just have something that stands out, even if you don't have a lot of followers, that's what brands would look for. They want someone with a, kind of a fresh look because there are so many influencers and if you stand out, people are going to reach out and they're going to want to work with you. Cool. And then what was your first ever collaboration? My first ever collaboration. It was with this company called Vanity Planet. And I still remember I got that email in class and I was so excited to get it. Um, it was only like a $200 collaboration, but I was so happy, so excited. And I spent like a whole month planning the video and yeah that was my first one awesome how do you know how they found you I'm not sure they just emailed me one day and back then I didn't have any management I did everything by myself so um it was just yeah I I just got the email and we started to discuss what to do and ideas and that kind of stuff so could you tell us a little more about collaborating? Like, do, is it usually like contract work or do they just, you know, you come to some sort of agreement just through email? It's, it's very different for every company and everybody's protocol is different. Um, in the beginning, I never did contracts and I learned my lesson that I really needed to do contracts because I worked with one company where they just reached out to me. We agreed on uh, the idea, everything, and I uh, they were really excited about the idea I gave them. It was going to be like a a, a drunk skincare uh, tutorial, uh, <laughs> and and it was really fun. But after I did the video, I filmed it, I edited the video, I sent them the link, and they just completely ghosted me. And after that, I just decided to not do uh, not do uncontracted work ever again. And my uh, manager Lori, she helps me a lot with that. Oh man, that sounds so rough. I would be super choked. (laughs) Yeah, and it was back then when you know, uh, I I was having trouble with AdSense and having contract work or having sponsorships is like the only way I can get income, and that just goes one month of my paycheck, you know. So it was really important to get you know contracts and have everybody on the same page and just not have someone go through. Mm -hmm. totally so when it comes to sponsorships like are they usually short term or like how do you deal if you have like more than one long-term you know contract with sponsors they're usually short term um I wouldn't mind doing long-term contracts but uh, I think I'm still new in terms of you know like actually doing this full-time and I'm still building relationships with brands and so I, I'm just doing short-time work here and there. Okay, I see. Yeah. And how do you come up with your video ideas? Like, tell us about the process and how you get your inspiration. Yeah, so I'm not a very organized person. <laughs> so um, I get these uh, ideas just pop, like, they just pop in my head. And I get bursts of energy out of nowhere. So with the Kim K sex day makeup tutorial, I literally got the idea in class and then I went home and I did my research, which involved watching the sex tape, but I just, <laughs> you know, planned that, planned the video, set everything up, filmed it, recorded it, um, edited the video and posted it on the same day. And by the time I was done, it was like 4am, but 
I got everything done in one day. So it, it sometimes it's a, a week-long project. Sometimes it's a month-long project. Sometimes it's just done in a day. It depends on the idea and how I think it should be executed. Mm-hmm. And do you remember, uh, what was your follower base when you had Kim K? Like, how many followers were you at? I think it was around um, 200,000. Okay. And then that kind of just blew up from there. Yeah. Awesome. And what's your advice for keeping your audience engaged? Um, I think just talking to them and being engaged and listening to them. Because I think... Um, I I think maybe not everybody agrees with me, but I think first and foremost, being an influencer or uh, whatever you want to call this, um, just listening to your audience and responding to them and account that being responsible for them is the number one thing because, you know, having a manager, having brands work with you, that's all extra. That's how you make an income off of it. But your audience is what makes everything happen. So being receptive to them and, you know, taking their ideas that's very important to me do you do a lot of audience requests yes sometimes so when I mean it's like I I talk to my audience like how I talk to a friend so if their idea is good then I'll do it if their idea is bad I'll tell them it's stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah so how did you start working with a manager like do you have any tips for other influencers who are seeking a management company Yeah. So uh, the incident that I told you about, that's what really drove me to want to find a manager. Because at some point when you're getting so many sponsorships, it gets overwhelming and you need someone there to help you protect you legally. And it's kind of sad because at first you just operate on trust and stuff and then you realize you can't. But um, having Lori good man like a good manager who is really good at what she does, it helps so much. And when I first started, I actually contacted, so my management is Select, uh, which is a great management company, and I actually reached out to them first. Like, I found their email and asked them, hey, can you guys manage me? Uh, I actually got a lot of management emails, like management offers, and I specifically wanted to work with Select because I know where my, what my vision is, and I know what kind of management would help me get there. So... Uh, I reached out to them and they didn't reply. (laughs) They didn't respond for a long time. And then Lori actually reached out to me months later. So um, it it depends uh, on your luck. And like I said, it all comes from your content. And if you have good content, there are going to be people who want to work with you. So just uh, keep doing your thing. It doesn't hurt to reach out. So what does a manager do? Obviously protect you with all the contracts, but are there like other things that they might do for you? Like maybe help you find work or? Uh, yeah. So sometimes managers just have a, such a better knowledge of the industry. So, um, Lori specifically just helps me talk to brands that I really like and want to work with, but I might not have their email and I don't know, you know, how the business side of things work. So she just helps me with that. And also I just feel like she's my mom in the industry. (laughs) Like I, I, anytime I have questions about the algorithm or like what, what kind of content to post and she even helps me come up with ideas and that kind of stuff. So yeah, she helps me not get lost in the sauce. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) So nowadays, what's the process like when you work with brands? Like, do they usually reach out to you directly or do they go through your manager first? Oh, I make sure everybody goes through Lori. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, that's good. It keeps you safe. Yes, it yeah, does. Definitely. And I'm also really bad at writing emails, so she helps. <laughs> if you're enjoying this episode so far, please comment, glow up on YouTube, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars or we will find you. We will! What would you say so far is the most challenging part of being an influencer? Hmm. Uh, I used to say hate because that took a long time to adjust to, especially as my audience grows. There are, I, I remember like my first really, really spiteful hate comment was um, under like an, um, just a makeup tutorial. And someone said, you know, I, you make me believe that Asian people should be thrown into concentration camps. What? And, wow. Like, yeah. Like something really vile like that. And I, I don't, uh, I recently got a message from someone saying that uh, there are people saying that they wish I was abused in, in forums or something. And I don't like actively go look at these comments, but you just get these messages. And uh, that was something that I really had to adjust to. And I'm still figuring that out. But now I think the biggest thing would be responsibility because I feel I, I never claimed that I'm a role model and I never tried to be one, but at a cer- certain point, you know what you say and what you do influences people. So you need to be aware of what kind of message you're sending while still being true to yourself and finding that balance, I think, would be the most challenging part. So how do you cope? Like, obviously, when you get those messages, you will end up having kind of more of a bad day. So how, what, would, what do you do when you have a bad day? Uh, I try very hard to not think about it and I try to hang out with, you know, friends, family, people who love me and it makes me realize that that is all fake. But, uh, to be honest, most days I just cry. (laughs) Oh, that's so tough. Like those comments must hurt a lot sometimes. Yeah. Some, sometimes it does, but like I said, I'm just still learning, still learning how to cope with everything. Mm. Totally. Uh, but I hope the good outweighs the bad. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Most of the time it does. Um, I, I definitely get more good comments, but, you know, when that one really, really bad one, when you see that really bad one, it just stings, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. I don't know why the, the negativity always, like, hurts so bad, yeah. even though there's only one yeah. out of, like, 50,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what have been some of your most favorite collaborations you've done? Oh, definitely with Fenty. Mm Because they just, yeah, Fenty Beauty is a recent video I did, and they just let me do whatever I want. And that's my favorite type of collaboration when I have all the freedom. Because sometimes it's just, uh, you know, trying to maintain your creative control while trying to work for the brand is hard. Mm -hmm. But she just let me, you know, they let me be creative. So I just, that was the best one. That's amazing. Did you did you have to like submit it for review before you posted it, or they just literally let you do yeah. it? Mm. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> with every brand collaboration, I always submit my video for review, just so you know everybody's on the same page, everybody's happy. But uh, yeah, they just they liked the video the first time I submitted it, and uh, everything was great. That's awesome. I love Fenty Beauty. I have so much of their Yeah, same. <laughs> all the highlighters, please. Yes, all same. Of like, yeah, I post about their stuff all the time. And I always, I'm always pestering <laughs> Laurie about getting more PR because um, they don't ship to Hong Kong. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I keep asking her for more products, and people think that all I I talk about them all the time because I'm sponsored to talk about them, but I'm not. Like most of the time when I post about them on my story, it's because I just really like their products. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what is your advice for someone who wants to start a YouTube channel? Do it. Um, so many of my friends uh, tell me, you know, they they see what I do and they really want to try to. Uh, find out how to do it and um I it's just really about just doing it and making a video and posting it you know that process usually isn't the difficult part and it's really getting people to watch it but you know that will never happen unless you know you have the courage to take the first step so uh making your first video and you know putting it out there worst case scenario nobody watches it and it's a flop but best case scenario, it could turn into something great. And I'd never, you know, uh, at the point when I first started, I, I didn't want to look back and think, oh, I wish I started earlier. Oh, I wish I started earlier. So, um, yeah, just getting started. Mm-hmm. We say that a lot. Yeah, too. that is definitely amazing advice. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the beginning, were you pretty vocal about your channel? Like, did you tell your friends and family to, like, watch your videos or did you kind of keep it private in the beginning? Oh, no, I, I told everybody. <laughs> I posted it in all of my circles. I even told my mom to post it among her friends. So that <laughs> I could have, like, a niche, you know, um, elderly audience. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I told all my friends and family. And uh, even though at first there were definitely people who were like, oh, my God, who does she think she is? She's posting <laughs> tutorials. Because I've never had any, you know, professional makeup training, and I get that. But um yeah uh there were people who didn't like it but I didn't care I just posted everywhere I could you know you got to do whatever you can to get it started in the beginning that's awesome how frequently did you post in the beginning how frequently did I post videos yeah like in the beginning just to like I guess gain traction I tried to do it once a week but I definitely was not consistent. I'm still not as consi- consistent as I want to be. But back then I tried to do it once a week. I think I ended up doing like two two like twice a week maybe. Yeah. Do you do you remember what your first ever video was? My first ever video was an everyday makeup tutorial and I did it because um, I had a bit of a following on Tumblr and everybody would always ask me like what I wear, like what ki- kind of makeup I'm using. And I figured I would just do a video for it. And yeah, that, that gave me my first idea. Awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tumblr. It's a kind dying of like died off, right but like, I still love it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I prefer Tumblr yeah. over Pinterest, which might not be a popular opinion. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I love Tumblr. I'm still on it sometimes. Um, not many people follow me and not many people know about it because I don't talk about it, but I'm just there like anonymously scrolling. <laughs> Creeping. I remember when I was still in university, I would literally just not listen in class and scroll on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> so same. Uh, what are your future goals for your channel? So definitely expanding my audience because uh, I'm moving around so much there's not a lot of um, stability I don't really have good a good space like I try to make the most of what I have but I don't have a great space for filming so definitely 
you know, upping everything in quality and providing better content. But in the far future, when I'm ready, I definitely want to create a lot of businesses from my vision because there are so many talented people that I want to work with, so many people I want to collaborate with. And um, yeah, that is in the future. Amazing. Would you ever want to create like your own merch or like your beauty line? Ooh. Yeah. I, okay. So merch is something that I've been thinking about and um, I think that would be very fun and interesting. And I really want to have, you know, something physical to connect with my viewers. And uh, in terms of beauty line, that is something that would take so much research and I don't just want to slap my label or my name on something and say that and push it to my followers like if I am going to come out with a beauty line it's gonna be the real deal so I'm gonna spend a lot of time trying to think about it and um, make sure it's the best that it can be so that is something I would think about but it's in the future because it'll take time yeah, yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. We would love to check it out in the future. Yeah, so keep yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the part where we get, have a little bit of fun. We have two random questions for you, just so we can get to know you and your personality a little bit. Okay. So our first random question is, what is something people might not know about you that you'd like to share? Something people might not know. Okay, so... I think most of my followers already know this because I talk about it a lot, but I used to be on a debate team and I just used to be this huge nerd in college and I wanted to go on to go to law school or continue studying philosophy. That was actually where my career was heading. Uh, that's where I thought it was heading for a long time until YouTube kind of took over. So Honestly, I always joke about this with my friends. Um, I, I say that, like, maybe one day I'll just move to L.A. and get super consumed in the fame and all the, you know, <laughs> the, the toxicity of it all. And one day I'll snap and break and I'll start doing cocaine and become like a, a, a deranged philosopher somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, that part of my life, I feel like not a lot of people see and understand, and uh, it's still very much part of my personality, but it's um, b because it's not what uh, people usually like to watch and see, I don't talk about it as much. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. It's always interesting to hear, like, a different side of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So second random question we have is, what do you usually do for self-care? Like, do you have any routines that you do? Yeah, so I, I'm I'm a simple girl. I just like to stay home. I don't do crowds and parties. I just stay home and I watch Queer Eye or <laughs> yes, uh, or like uh like a debate on YouTube and I just do a sheet mask and go to bed, getting sleep. <laughs> Sleeping is so important. Sheet masks are life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then what about like skincare? What do you do for that? Skincare. So it changes a lot because I always want to try different products. I love the brand Paula's Choice and I also love the brand Skin Need, which is um, a Hong Kong based brand. Uh, I Yeah, I switch it up a lot, but usually it's just cleansing, toning, exfoliant, moisturizer. It's the same formula, just trying different brands. Cool. Yeah. 
All righty. So we're down to the last part of the podcast. We're going to end with a little fun this or that lightning round. Okay. So we asked you a bunch of questions, and we're really excited to hear what your answers are. Sure. So number one, beach or mountain? Beach. Number two, pink or purple? Oh, man, that's hard. <laughs> uh, pink? <laughs> number three, red or nude lipstick? Nude, always. Yes. <laughs> number four, Pringles or Lay's? Lay's. Number five, sushi or barbecue? Sushi. Number six, flip-flops or sneakers? Sneakers. Number seven, pastel or neon? Oh, damn it. Um, pastel. <laughs> Number eight, America's Got Talent or American Idol? America's Got Talent. Yeah. Number nine, SpongeBob or Patrick? Ooh, uh, Patrick? <laughs> I relate to Patrick more. Yeah. Yeah. Last one, gym or watch Netflix? Oh, watch Netflix. Oh, <laughs> Gotta watch that Queer Eye. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that's all the questions we had today. Thank you, Sarah, so much for joining us. I feel like our audience got to see a little bit more of your personality and really learn more about the YouTube world. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. We're so grateful that you decided to join us today. Thank you for listening, Glow Babes. Give us your five golden stars on iTunes and we'll be your best friends, I swear. And please share this episode with your babes that need some glow and will benefit from this. Thank you. Glow, yeah.